Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I'm known as your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my friends. First, uh, the social media goddess of PHNX, the one and only Michaela Perkins. That is I. Hello. That is you. How are you doing? I'm yeah. well. Not yeah. great. Yeah. I'm a little sad. Yeah, but, uh, we're also joined by my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Priebe. <laughs> I feel so much bigger today. I'm like so much more prominent on the screen. Like, like my face is like twice as big as your guys' faces now. Fear, this is really fear, weird. Fear. No, no. Oh, wait, was, was like, that last time? Get out of here. All right. No, we're not excited. <laughs> That's not happy night. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether you're happy or sad. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and bet just. Uh, a, a, not a lot of money, just a little bit of money over at the uh, UFC 273 fight card. If you bet on uh, $5 on any fighter, you will win $100 in free bets, no matter who wins that fight. Uh, and that is over at the DraftKings Sportsbook this weekend. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're not happy. We know you're not happy. Uh, the Diamondbacks offense looks atrocious so far this season. Luckily for us, uh, we had at least some fun in game one. Tonight, not so much. What are you guys' thoughts on what happened here with the Diamondbacks tonight? That sucked. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a consensus. Um, I actually got to complete my nap this time. Instead of sleeping through six innings, I slept through the entire game. <laughs> um, yeah, that was not great. And I am looking at my handy little uh, scorecard here. Our batters went 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 0 for 3, 1 for 3, 0 for 2, 1 for 3, 0 for 3. That was bad. And we were almost no hit once again. Uh, the again. Padres, yes. the first team since 1974, to carry a no hit bid through six innings in their first two games, doesn't seem right. That the, that's not as an impressive stat as I would think that would go back to 1974, Jesse. But let's talk uh, about this offense. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty rough. Uh, it was pretty rough tonight. And uh, I don't know about you guys. I personally felt for at least a while there that it was kind of like oh, we got him right where we want him, right? You know, we're being no hit after six innings, no big deal. We're going to come back in the ninth inning. Seth Beer will triumphantly emerge from the bench. I was like, oh, baby. 
Yeah, that was a uh, that was anticlimactic. Everyone was very hyped up for Seth Beer coming up to the plate, and and rightfully so after what happened yesterday. But uh, yeah, sadly, a, a simple fly out on the first pitch that he saw, and the Diamondbacks' offense really didn't show anything other than that one opportunity that they had there in the eighth inning. So a uh, really rough night all around for the offense and five for 55 as a team so far after two games. That is uh, not where you want to be two games into the season. A zero nine zero batting average for the team. Uh, and I mean, again, there's, there, there's a lot of things that we have to, I think, take a look at. I think there's a lot of things that we have to still see a bigger sample size of, but right out of the gate, the offense does not look good. And, uh, you know, you've got, you, rightfully so, there were a lot of people questioning why Seth Beer, who was our hero from last night, wasn't in the lineup. We did get to see him pinch hit. Uh, but, again, wasn't in the lineup. Jesse, uh, basically that's a lefty-on-lefty lefty situation, right? Yeah, lefty-on-lefty lefty was was definitely the factor there. And, and frankly, we've talked about it a lot. The Diamondbacks have a lot of left-handed hitters. And so... There, there were several lefties in the lineup today, uh, nonetheless, right? David Peralta's still in there. Dalton Varsho's still in there. Um, but yeah, Seth Beer, I guess at this point, uh, you know, he hasn't played a whole lot of games at the major league level. Maybe the Diamondbacks are trying to protect him a little bit against lefties early on. I don't really see much of a need for that personally. If you look at his minor league splits, uh, Seth Beer was pretty much the same hitter against lefties and righties last year in AAA. So I don't really see the need to do this, especially when... As we saw tonight, the rest of the lineup against uh, against lefties is not necessarily a whole lot better, at least as of this moment. I think uh, this is one of those situations where Lavolo deserves some criticism when it comes to this lineup. I think Lavolo deserves a bit of the the negativity that he's received from what I've seen on Twitter and on social media a bit over Seth in the lineup. Now, you know, if if Seth Beer bats tonight, goes zero for four then we're, we're not having this discussion, right? It's, you know, right. you might even say like, hey, why didn't he try to fit some right-handed bats in there, even though they have very few of them? I just think that this is what we've talked about with Lavolo in the past. Mm-hmm. We've talked about him sitting guys when they're hot. We've talked about him sitting yeah. on some sort of streak or they were the big hero the night before. And we are just two games into the season to have the man that had the big walk-off hit Seth Cerveza, you know, sitting <laughs> now. I mean, I get there, there's, there's a mad there, there's a, I guess a method to his madness, but is this sure. Lavallo once again, playing himself with, with kind of maybe overthinking this, or is there actually something to maybe protecting Seth beer from going out there and having a bad night after being on such a high from, from game one? I don't think it has anything. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Mac. Go ahead. I was going to say, I uh, I think it might have just been Tori Lovello overthinking it because I, yeah. I, if I'm Tori Lovello and I have a kid who just was the hero of this team and hit a three-run walk-off home run, I'm putting his ass back up in the lineup. I'd be like, go out there and hit bombs, yeah, kid. Right. Like, to me, that just instills... A, a, a sense of doubt in Seth Beer's mind. He's like, well, does my manager not believe in me? Does he not think that I can handle a lefty on lefty situation? Like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't understand that situation at all. I was really, really disappointed when I didn't see Seth in the lineup tonight because 
I think he earned it. I mean, I think there should be Absolutely a rule that sure. if you hit a home run in the game in the last game, you're back in the lineup for the next <laughs> game. But regardless, I don't care how tired you I mean, are. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's not like I play baseball or anything, but geez, I, I was super sad I didn't see Seth in the lineup tonight. I think it's I think it's safe to say that Tori Lavello has never operated that way, and that's pretty well documented <laughs> at this point. Like, yeah, if you hit a home run last night, it almost feels like you're less likely to be in the lineup for the for the next game at times. Right. But yeah. Seth Seth Beer's a a mature, you know, a very mature kid. I don't think I I would I don't think his confidence is shaken or anything right now. I think I'm sure he understands the situation. You know, he's just happy to be on a major league roster uh, and hopefully have consistent playing time for the first time in his career. Um, but yeah, I think it's an unnecessary move. He, he doesn't have significant left right splits, and I expect that moving forward we'll probably see more of him against lefties. I hope so. I hope so too. Uh, and before we move on, I just want to let you guys know once again about our sponsorship partner, uh, OG's Gummies. Jesse, you can earmuffs on this one, I guess, but uh, we're excited to be a part of this. You're always OG's. trying to like protect me from the I OG's. Am, I know, because you're wholesome and innocent. You're your sweet baby Jesse. And gotta, <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. Me, OG is one of, well, you do live in Seattle, Jesse. So, I mean, you get plenty of that there here. You've, you've yeah, been there. I live, I live within like two miles of like at least like. 20 dispensaries or something yeah, like that yeah, so yeah just i wouldn't now. worry too much it about is. me yeah. and, and i think that's the thing about it right it's life and everybody kind of has a chance now to try uh brands like ogs and ogs yeah. is honestly one of the best here in arizona their uh first original scratch made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis infused products that flavor life's journey the one thing uh that they talk about with ogs products is that uh the accurate dosing and I know people that aren't familiar with edibles don't really know, get a- accurate dosing, but like literally they'll make a tray of gummies before they form them in the in, in, into the individual squares. And, you know, they, they can have the THC product that they use, the, whether it's oil, whether it's Rick Simpson's oil, whatever they have in there can be dispersed. However, right. Like you can literally get one piece that has way more than you think in it versus, uh, you know, a, a piece in the same bag that has nothing. And that's uh, that's a, that's an actuality with edibles. So you got to be careful on the companies that you're dealing with. Uh, they're definitely not a one size fits all product either. Remember Derek's advice: uh, you, you can't untake it. So just slow your roll when you're taking it, and make sure that you go and try OG's product. It's proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. And when I say that, I say start small, start slow. Uh, their motto is flavoring life, and that's something we can all get behind. Check out OG's brand. Uh, if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And Jesse has 20 dispensaries in his neighborhood, so he has <laughs> no problem finding one. But uh, much like Michaela said, uh, the the orange cream skull indica, uh, perfect night's sleep. 10 out of 10. Uh, and it's something we might need tonight after tonight's game. I mean, I don't know. You might You might have fallen asleep much like Michaela during the middle of the game, but <laughs> I hope you didn't miss out on Merrill Kelly's brilliant performance because he was exactly what the Diamondbacks got out of him last year, maybe even a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And uh, the again, showing that he's the most consistent pitcher in this rotation right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he threw four scoreless innings. He had seven strikeouts. He was carving them up out there. I saw a great mix of pitches. He was dead on with his zone. He was locating those like no other. And to me, it seems like he was more of an ace than Madison Bumgarner is. And I think the consistency factor more than anything is my favorite thing about Merrill Kelly. I feel like I can take a deep breath 
when he's on the mound and I'm not like sitting there like white knuckling my seat because I just have confidence that he's going to go out there and pitch a good game of baseball. And that's what we saw tonight. It was actually the bullpen (laughs) this time that kind of let me down. She really let me down. But I'm really happy with Merrill Kelly's performance. Like I said, the consistency is probably one of my favorite things about him as a player. And it kind of I know I said this last night. I'm really worried about our starting rotation. But he is like the one piece in that rotation where I'm just like, okay, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. (laughs) And, and, you know, like you said, I think, you know, the one thing about the Diamondbacks is Madison Bumgarner is not their number one. He might start first. He might be one in the depth chart. But, you know, between Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen, there's there's probably your one-two punch right there uh, with Madison kind of falling in more in the the third or middle of the rotation. But – the D-backs pitchers for everybody that were concerned about Merrill Kelly being so brilliant, but only pitching four innings. Uh, they're right now being limited to about 75 to 80 pitches. And right, that's right. per Tori Lavolo. That's the first time out through the rotation uh, until they're fully stretched out. And, yeah, you know, I, I know I get it. The fully stretched out thing is something a lot of people don't understand. Even yeah. I don't understand at times, but, they you know, they take it slow. They do small increments on increasing the pitch count until – they're up to the nineties and the hundreds. And right now with the shortened spring training, they're just being cautious with their guys out of the gate. Even Manea tonight, who was brilliant against the diamondbacks and yeah. was the yeah. strong and no hitter was pulled after about 80, I think about 80, 88 pitches. 88 pitches yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. you know, again, they, even the Padres had something wonderful going with him. They go to Hill and he immediately does what he did last night. Uh, against yeah. the D-backs and gives up a couple of hits. Yeah. Everyone, there's yeah. someone that was sitting near me there near me in the stands and when Manea got pulled they started freaking out like why are you pulling him he's so no hitter yeah, yeah. like he's so many pitches and it's like the first week of the season you got to get him out of there before he hurts himself it's tough right yeah. it's kind of like what they said about Madison Bumgarner last night it wasn't the amount of pitches he had thrown in the game it was the amount of pitches he had thrown in the inning yeah like Lavallo said I could not let him go out there and throw again without being fully stretched out after throwing 45 for however many he threw in that yeah in that inning in the third inning yeah you kind of have to wonder you know if this is two weeks from now uh you know does sean Manaya finish this game and we're and we're here yes. chugging beers again for a different reason because you sip them when you're sad is what you do jesse you don't chug them yeah i think uh I think it's important to note, though, yeah, what what you're talking about with, you know, guys not being stretched out at this point in the season. This is not, you know, a Tory Lavello quirk. Uh, this is just, you know, this is what every manager is doing. So, yeah, but Merrill Kelly probably could have gone more than four innings. Um, he threw 75 pitches in four innings, which is not particularly efficient. Um, he, op- he came out of the gates with like a 28 pitch first inning. He had a lot um, of strikeouts, still, which is kind yeah. of uncharacteristic for Merrill. Yeah, Kelly. yeah. It was kind Seven of a trigger. different it was a different sort of outing for him where the, the changeup was really nasty and he was able to get a lot of swing and miss, but he didn't really generate uh, a whole lot of like soft contact early in at bats, which is normally what we're used to seeing from a guy like Merrill Kelly. So yeah, kind of a different, uh, it was kind of a Robbie Ray type outing almost in some ways, a lot of strikeouts, I guess uh, not as many walks as maybe uh, we're used to seeing not from a lot the Robbie of Ray days way back when. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, that was Michaela's just... <laughs> got jokes. <laughs> he, he's fixed that issue. I think he's better now. <laughs> he threw uh, he threw seven innings today in his debut yeah. with the Mariners, so he, he is a different just pitcher a now. Issue. Oh, <laughs> right seven there, innings. you go. There you what? go. What? What is going on? What is going on? Seven innings? Are you serious? Oh, 
That's yeah. that's crazy. How many strikeouts did he have? Any idea? I believe he had five, and he did walk four. So he did oh. walk like a fair amount, but he was still pretty efficient. He only gave up like three hits, and he was throwing a bunch of change-ups and curveballs and pitches he couldn't throw when he was with the Diamondback. So, um, yeah, suffice it to say, he won the Cy Young Award for a reason, and he's learned a thing or two since he pitched for the Diamondbacks. Just a thing or two. Just a thing or two. Well, are we hitting... season's too late. Are, are, are we hitting the panic button yet about anything? I mean... We're one and one. We still got two more with the Padres. If they split the series with the Padres, you guys take that yeah. as a as a win. I'm happy with that. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're the Diamondbacks aren't aren't winning a hundred games, right? Um, so I think you know one. And, you forgot about the shirt. It's a hundred. Right, right. A hundred and eight. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna one up the the Giants and win a hundred and eight games this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, one and one and one is is totally fine. I think you know the concerns with the offense are certainly valid. Um, but I also, I'm not that concerned. Um, Dalton Varsha is a pretty good hitter and, you know, Christian Walker is a pretty good hitter and can tell Marte is a great hitter. And, you know, there's some proven guys here that we know are going to come around. And sometimes you have two really bad offensive games and back to back nights. It happens. It's going to happen again, uh, down the road this season. And it doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot at this point. Do either of you think that the shortened spring training has anything to do with the lack of offense being generated and the guys are still trying to figure out their timing or anything like that? I, I mean, I don't know. I think part of it uh, is kind of surprises me because Jesse and I were talking at one point about how much they were on a roll offensively mm. there as as spring wound yeah. up. But that's spring training, right? right? So yeah. you can't really translate that over. I really feel, honestly, like... When I'm watching this team, it is a team of people trying too hard mm. in every sense of the word. <laughs> it feels like every batter at the plate is just so tense. There's not this looseness. There's not this confidence. There yeah. is a tension in the air that you could cut with a knife sometimes. And these guys just don't look comfortable. Tori said it last year where every single guy was trying to get four hits and one at bat at times. And it just, it doesn't happen. You know, mm. you can't, yeah. you can't make it happen. You got to be in a different place. And unfortunately, I, I feel like once the offense starts being unproductive, that pressure starts being put on each guy more and more right. and more, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's something I thought we were going to see changed with a new hitting coach. And I mean, these these habits this mentality it takes time to buy into it so it's not something that's going to happen right away these yeah. games do concern me though about the offense just a bit i mean both nights jesse you and i were t texting yeah. each other about this potentially being a no hitter and that's not a good feeling to have after the first two nights even if you're still walking away one and one i think the yeah the d-backs did seem a little bit tense up at the plate for sure but also, I think we need to give the Padres some credit here. Uh, Sean Manaya, Sean Manaya threw 22 balls the entire game, and he faced 22 hitters. So on average, he threw only one ball to every hitter. And it felt like the Diamondbacks were in 0-2 and 1-2 counts the entire mm -hmm. night because he was pounding the zone. And it's really hard to not be tense as a hitter when you're up there and, it, and you feel like it's 0-2 before you've even you know had a chance to really... Uh, yeah. swing the bat or really see any pitches so yeah. Sean Mania pitched a really good game today you Darvish pitched a really good game yesterday and let's face it when you're facing spring you know when you're in spring training in the cactus league and you're hitting you're often facing 
minor league caliber pitching, right? You see a lot of guys who don't wind up making the team and the Diamondbacks are getting slapped in the face with you, Darvish, and a very good Sean Manaya in yeah. the first two games of the season. This is a very, very different look than what they saw in, in the Cactus League. Manaya still pitching with his green glove, by the way. He's incredibly <laughs> good, by the way. Like that, that performance tonight. I mean, when uh, you know, I I was talking with some of the guys here about you know the Diamondbacks being patient at the plate. Especially like it frustrated me to see Seth Beer, you know, go in there in a pinch hit situation and and you know one one swing of the bat and he pops up right or flies out, but yeah, Manaya was he wasn't giving them a lot of room for letting like you know waiting to see that first pitch you know waiting yeah maybe letting a couple of balls come across the plate waiting for that first strike to come across before you start swinging the bat it was just first strike pitch yeah, uh, first pitch strike every single time just you right. know just getting ahead of batters all night long and there wasn't much the diamondbacks hitters could do about it you, you know you know you, you see seth beer in that situation be aggressive and that didn't work either but i don't think was that was that against Manaya? i don't know if i don't think Seth. no beer, no, no it, was it was against the denelson denelson yeah that's one hitter he faced yeah yeah because yeah. they brought him in to you know get out drew ellis yeah, which I thought was hilarious <laughs> on the part of Bob right. Melvin. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in a righty so that instead of having my lefty against Drew Ellis, I have my righty against Seth Beer, who of course the Diamondbacks were gonna counter with. There's no way Bob Melvin didn't know that was gonna happen. Right. So right. I don't I don't get that at all. Maybe he thought Lamette just matched up well against Seth Beer and was already thinking ahead. I don't know. I can't I don't know. I don't know what any of filthy stuff. So he matches up well against a lot of guys, but Seth Beer appears to be a much better hitter than than Drew Ellis. That could be a starting pitcher in that rotation easily. He was last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's filthy. He's had some. He's had some injury issues that I think there's some durability questions that have pushed him into the bullpen. But yeah, I mean, he was throwing 98 with a, a an absurdly filthy slider as a starter. So what that man can do out of the bullpen is is pretty frightening. Yeah, well, we're going to give our draft king, king of the game, to Merrill Kelly, because that guy uh, did everything he could to keep the Diamondbacks in this game. Uh, four innings pitched, seven strikeouts, zero runs. Just a, a phenomenal outing for him. A Only guy, two walks. Two walks, yeah. yeah. And I mean, again, a guy that really proved that he deserved to be extended the way the Diamondbacks extended him. So great job yeah. by Merrill Kelly. And great again, game. can't be can't be mad that he got pulled out based on the pitch count and the manager discretion. But like you said, wasn't very if there is a criticism of it of him tonight, he wasn't very efficient. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's an extra gear here for Merrill Kelly and, and his command. His command was pretty good, but he also just missed by like a few inches here and there. There were a lot of a lot of counts that went really deep because he was just missing his spots just by a little bit. And uh, but yeah, if nothing else tonight makes makes me feel really good about the fact that Merrill Kelly is here to stay. Uh, the Diamondbacks extended him for two more seasons and. He just, yeah, like Max said earlier, he's a very soothing pitcher to watch. Like, he just looks relaxed the whole time. He makes you feel pretty relaxed, even if he does throw 25 pitches yeah. in an inning. He's yeah. just a steady presence, and you feel like you have a chance to win with him on the mound. You're, you're absolutely right. I, that's that's what I felt coming into the stadium tonight. I, I saw Merrill Kelly up there. Uh, Sean and yeah. I, I didn't even, it didn't even affect me. I was like, nah, we got Merrill Kelly in there. And that's a great feeling, right? Merrill Kelly has deserved that. I guess he's earned that 
feeling from us, right? Because he was last year, he was their stopper. He was their gap stopper. He, it, no right. matter what streak, no matter how terrible the streak was that they were on, you could count on Merrill Kelly giving it a, an effort to, to get them out of whatever terribleness they were in in 2021. But uh, again, our DraftKings king of the game. And don't forget, go over the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our code of PHNX, get down on the UFC 273 fight card action, and uh, join Get 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 your money. Get some money uh, right now. The the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, uh, is giving new customers the opportunity to bet just five dollars on any fighter on the card and bet one hundred dollars. Get one hundred dollars of free bets, win or lose, guaranteed. So choose your fighter again: Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, whatever reference you want to make here. Uh, select your fighter, uh, then sit back and watch the action. And even if they lose. You're going to walk away with $100 in free bets. Uh, obviously, existing customers can get down on all of the action on UFC 273. There are some great props. There's some great, like I said, you can even go on there and bet on how long you think the fight is going to last. Uh, bet $5 for new customers and get $100 in free bets. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Woo. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I guess the last thing here <laughs> when we talk about extending players is Cattell Marte is 0 for 7. Uh, sure. And really, at times, has, tonight he gave one a ride to the warning track, uh, 406 feet, but not 408. So is is this something, again, do we do we hit the panic button yet about Cattell Marte <laughs> not, not hitting 320 like he always does? I'm not ready to hit the panic button. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I think you asked that question like knowing knowing darn well what the answer is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think you I don't think you hit the panic button on someone like Cattell Marte that quickly. Um, he does look a little he's a little swing happy. Uh, he kind of in his first at bat tonight. Um, I think he saw six pitches from Sean Manaya, and five of them were out of the strike zone, and he swung at five of them. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. Th- I think, you know, Cattell has never been a super patient hitter. He's definitely a guy who goes up there and is aggressive, but maybe he needs to tone that back just a little bit, see a few more pitches. People know at this point he's the best hitter the Diamondbacks have. They're probably going to pitch around him a little bit more than they're going to pitch around other guys. So I think if he could be a little more patient over these next few games, that'd probably be good. Well, not to make excuses for him going over seven, but it's not like he's facing some Joe Schmo on the mound. Like right. he's had right. to go up against two of the best starting pitchers in the yeah. league to start the season, which I mean, like we said yesterday for the pregame, if there's anything that scares us about the Padres, it's their pitching staff. And clearly right. there's a reason why it's because they've got incredible, incredible starting pitchers. So not to make excuses, yeah. but also, you know, it's hard to go up against you, Darvish and Sean and I in the yeah. first two games of the season. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, well, I do want to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week. I'm going to give you one tomorrow, too, just because it's baseball season. And I'm excited Wee. that we can bet go. on baseball once again. Jesse, I'm taking the Minnesota Twins cover uh, one and a half uh, run line over 
the Seattle Mariners tomorrow with Sonny Gray. Wow, you're you're hating on you're hating on the Mariners just up I'm, just up I five for me. On Sonny Gray being on the mound for the Twins, and yes, I am hating on that. Uh, I'll I'll give you I'll give you three. I'm I'm taking all the favorites. I'm taking the White Sox over the Tigers, and I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays over the Baltimore Orioles. It's a clean sweep tomorrow morning. <laughs> get down on that. That's one thing. Even if you don't want to get down on this uh, on on the run line, uh, which never changes. It's like the puck line in hockey. It's so great. You you know that you're gonna probably have a good chance at winning when it comes to some of these teams, especially if you're betting against the Baltimore Orioles. Wait, but, is is the run are you saying the run line is always the same? Like even for uh, Rays Orioles? I believe it always yeah, like it seems to always start off at at, at a run and a half is what mm-hmm. it seems to start off at. Oh, it wow. Might, it might move closer to the game but like in hockey, hockey's the same way. The puck line is always one, one and, and a half. half. Yeah. You're- okay. So, um and if you guys if anybody bet on Seth Beer to get a home run in game 1, you you win. You're the real winner. But <laughs> there you go. Uh, there Chris you go. says the best part of this game is Mac on the show throwing her voice in with Derek and Jesse keeping it real. Throwing her go. voice in. What does that mean? I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean, Chris? I don't know. Throwing my voice in? Yeah, she. Am I not keeping it real? You're not keeping it real. Apparently, no. She's going <laughs> to clarify, and we're making her feel bad right now as we speak. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this. I hope. I hope everyone that came out to our uh, party yesterday had a good time. I know Mac and I had a great time. I know Jesse had a great time watching. So we thank you guys for coming out to the Ainsworth, and we hope to see you guys at, out at future events, not only for PHNX, for but for us right here on the show. Hope you grabbed the new shirt because that new shirt is incredible. You can, uh, you'll can, you be able to get that next week at the phnxlocker.com. If you haven't subscribed yet, now would be the perfect time to do so. Sign up for the annual membership and you will get your own free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com use it for the new one there you go it's that simple uh, if you're not there interested you in comfortable t-shirts and looking better and feeling better uh, you can get the month-to-month option and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents but i strongly suggest going with the t-shirt option because you know you're going to want to stick around as a member of our family here at phnx not only do you get access to our members only discord but you get access to our members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com and i don't know if you guys have noticed but these hats are pretty sweet we got trucker hats, golf hats, snapback I'm still, hats. I'm so, I'm hats. so jealous. I'm so jealous, and I'm still mad no, that you picked. No, no, we're, no, Jesse, bullshit. <laughs> I got Jesse a hat. I got Jesse a hat. I stole yes. Jesse a hat. I, I took to, I took it, I took it upon myself to look like a thief, like one of those people that just couldn't take the one free sample, had to take two, and I did that so that I could bring Jesse a hat. And do you know want to know what Jesse said to me? He's like. Why didn't you get me one of the black ones? Is what he said to me. I'm That's too white to, to wear a white hat, Derek. It's not, not nobody wants to wear a white hat, Jesse, except this. when you're playing golf. And let me tell you, I played golf in mine, and it was exquisite. It made me feel like a better golfer. If I was, if I was a golfer, I could see it. But um, yeah, but yeah, we'll just say that my golf swing. Um, when is, I go to the driving like the range, backs tonight at the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Something yeah, like I, that. We got to wrap it back up. You got it's a callback. That's a callback to them being five for fifty-five this season, Jesse. Five for fifty-five. I swear to God, the Padres had more than five hits in a single inning at some point. I'm sure they did. I, I not to that, be a, a storm cloud, but I don't see tomorrow going much better either. What is wrong with you? Wow! Wow! <laughs> right. That's- 
Uh, I mean, right here in front of Jesus. I didn't know he had. Day, I didn't know right? he had Debbie Downer on the show. Oh my God. <laughs> What's going on tomorrow? Why don't? Why doesn't tomorrow look good? Um. Well, you Zach have. Davies? Yeah, you have a pitcher coming off the worst season of his career, and a pitcher coming off the best season of his career. So. <laughs> Uh, it's oh, gonna be an interesting. Things are one. great. <laughs> things are great. Wait, it's it's Zach Davies and I'm forgetting who the podcast have. Tomorrow. Joe Musgrove. Joe Mus. Oh yeah, Joe Musgrove yeah. is. Oh a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, yeah. Did they announce the pitcher for Game Four yet? Still TBD. Still DBD. That's weird. TBD. I think it's Blake TBD. Snell. TBD. I think TBD. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Blake Snell against yeah. um Caleb against uh yeah Caleb Smith yeah yeah that's that's gonna be an interesting matchup. I, I think, think if they have a chance to split the series, it's gonna come on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow it's hard to and Zach Davies is on a tighter pitch count than a lot of the other guys because he's not very stretched out. Zach Gallen uh is also on a tighter pitch count, um, which of course that's not going to be a factor this series. But the Diamondbacks are gonna need to start getting a little bit more length from some of these starters. Otherwise, they might run into some issues. Even with the uh the couple extra pitchers, they're still running a little bit thinner than they probably want in that bullpen right now. Oh, come on. The MLB hates the Diamondbacks. The MLB hates every team. Don't forget that. Yeah. And the players and the minor <laughs> the league players. The worst human being on the and face most of the planet. Of us. <laughs> come on. Uh, did you guys. OK, so real quick before we before we finish up, did you guys watch any of the Apple TV plus broadcast tonight? No, it was like was there. It? it was really bizarre. It was really? like you can. You can tell that Apple doesn't really care at all, like how games have been televised in the past. And so it is just a completely different experience. Like all of the graphics that pop up on the screen just look very different. It has a very cinematic sort of feel to it. Really? Uh, like when they when they go to the sideline reporter, uh, like the camera is like panning around the reporter Whoa. as they're talking. There's just a lot of a lot of very different elements to it. So is it a good I want to know. Thing? Yeah, I was gonna say, what are your thoughts? Yeah, on it, uh, personally, I I like I need to watch more to form a, a firm opinion. Um, I I think I liked it overall. Like I, it, it was, was the Mets it was game, different. Right? Yeah, yeah, they had the Mets and the um uh, the Mets and the Nationals. Yeah, the Mets and the Nationals was on there. Um, and I think they also had the Angels and the Astros as well. I think they had two on there tonight. Um, but yeah, just very different. And I know, I don't remember exactly when it is, but the Diamondbacks have a Friday night matchup or two on Apple TV Plus at some point this season. And it's an exclusive broadcast. So those games won't be on Valley Sports Arizona. That's going to be the only the only way to watch the game. So we'll all we'll all get in on this experience pretty soon. Yeah, we need to do like a watch along or something. At least get down. Yeah, on Wait, you mean people in it. Arizona will actually be able to watch a game? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You need they're they're black. Oh well. Oh, that's a good that's a good question. I shouldn't. I well, I'm pretty sure because Bally is going to be Bally won't even be carrying the game, so I don't know how they could possibly black it. Yeah, out they can't black it no out. Right. Other, it's, yeah, it, no other. Yeah, no other way to watch. Why it. they black it out? So, Yay! Yeah. We All can right. watch a game on we TV. Can do it. Uh, <laughs> you, get, you get two, maybe one at the most, or maybe two at the most. <laughs> Enjoy the Diamondbacks. <laughs> the Diamondbacks on national television is just a foreign. Like I can't even. I guess it's 2017. It's when they were in the playoffs. Is really the last. I don't even know if they had nationally televised games. Right, in like a Fox, really, like a Fox Saturday game or Sunday game. Yeah, yeah, like maybe, that. maybe at some point. But like, yeah, the Diamondbacks get very little national TV love, and unfortunately, it's it's a little bit hard to blame national networks for that right now, sure. given given the state of the team. <laughs> Although Kevin they should have told. Yeah, Kevin Jacks does not like it. He says, "Ooh, just yeah, saw what the Apple TV game looked like." It was you don't so want different. Change, Apple. 
it was so different. It, it's like kind of startling at first, but I feel like, oh, the other thing that was weird is in the in the bottom right corner throughout the entire game, it had the reaching base probability. So like the probability of the hitter reaching base was in the bottom right corner the entire time. It what? never left. How and it you... would up and it would update based on the count. So like if the count went from 00 to 0 and 1, then the reaching base probability would go down and then it, and then if the count went to 1 and 1, then it would go back up and then 1 and 2 would go back this down. And it was yeah, it's it's different. It's different. You guys will have to check it out next yeah, Friday sure. and see what you see what you think. Definitely. If I had to be the person that was operating that bug, I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because now working games, we know there's somebody sitting in the press box just like that has beep, to do that beep. crap. Uh, <laughs> oh, poor son of a bitch. All right. Well, we thank you guys again for checking out the show. We appreciate you so much uh, for being here to uh, lament about this or uh, lament. I don't, know. I don't know but anyway uh yeah. of course you can follow us all on twitter i'm at cap underscore k man with a k michaela is at michaela e perkins jesse is at jesse n friedman and our show is at phnx q dbags no that's not oh, it God, it's, no. it's phnx <laughs> underscore dbags uh, but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and that's on instagram twitter and facebook if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review if you feel like we deserve it you know michaela is a five-star woman Jesse is a five-star man. So kind. I deserve nothing. But, of course, (laughs) if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to the PHNX YouTube uh, channel, PHNX Sports, uh, and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content, like this late-night sad session, I guess you could say, of a post-game. This is new to us, so we don't know. We were happy last night. Now we're sad. This is a roller coaster of emotions that I'm still not prepared for. Um, But we thank you so much for uh checking us out for tuning in remember go phnx.com sign up to become a member use our code of phnx over at DraftKings. go eat yourself some ogs have yourself a wonderful weekend on behalf of jesse uh, michaela and myself we appreciate you guys once again so much for tuning in and remember kids baseball is fun but it's so much more fun when your players can hit the ball <laughs>